So I always knew I was going to be rich or wealthy. I thought I would marry a rich man for real because I know mm. how to cook, like cook a little bit. <laughs> and before I was, you know, I remember I dropped that school in the ninth grade. So mm. where I'm from, if you're from the ninth grade, what you going to do? You got to get a job. Um, and then I, I saw I read Think and Grow Rich. I read that book when I was 18 from cover to cover. 18 years old. It changed my life. I was like, hold up. You know, so when I read Think and Grow Rich and I started reading the laws and the definites of purpose and imagination and, and the things that you could apply and I started doing it and I would do stuff and then it would make me change my actions. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this kind of cool. Yeah. When I saw myself fat, broken, depressed, I became fat, broken, depressed. When I saw myself You saw different, yourself fat, broken, depressed? Oh, yeah. Before you were fat, broken, depressed? Yep. When I look back, everything that I had, I saw it. And three, two, one... You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. We are here. We introduce, uh, well not introduce, but we interview people who do dope stuff. And you've been dope for a long time now. Your name been ringing bells in the streets for a long time now. We got Miss Stormy Wellington. All right. We got Miss Stormy Wellington. <laughs> Hello. Story, what's happening? Man, I'm excited to be here. This this is definitely long overdue. Absolutely. Um, I told you when I walked in here, it, it brought back so many memories. Mm-hmm. I had my first, like, big ticketed event here. Mm-hmm. It was 59 people, and, like, it feels surreal for me. I could really feel the, I could feel the energy. We took our picture right here mm-hmm. with our thumbprints that we were going to make an impact. And so I just want to tell you, first of all, thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for having me, and thank you for having this establishment where I was able to have my first event and it was intimate like I wanted it to be. Amazing. How The last, you just did one. How many people was there? Physically in the room, 500. Like five, 550. To go from 59 first time, a couple years later, over 500 in the room. And you streamed it, I imagine? So we have 550, 500 people watching uh, virtually. And we have 500, you know, black and Latino in the room. And this was our first time having like, we had like five white people. Really? Yeah, I'm very proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to, obviously I want to get into the story, the backstory, but you've had some amazing successes in your life, right? We were just at a mastermind and I didn't know that. Like, you know, you kind of stood up, kind of told your story and you don't have to answer the question if you want to. What did you make last year? So last year, well, I did pay the IRS and everything, so don't ask me to borrow no money. <laughs> I made investments. I don't have no money to loan out. So I did like a little over $20 million. <laughs> don't have no money to loan out. It's all in investments and in taxes. So if you see this and you're a family member of mine, I don't have it. <laughs> so you have you have um, a mainstream of income, which I think a lot of people know you for. Yes. What's like some other stuff you invest in? So I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't understand that, you know, once you become successful at one thing, which that's something that I'm going to really become adamant about teaching. You know, once you find success in one thing, you're supposed to evolve and do other things. And so um, I got my start in multi-level marketing 13 years ago. I am still in multi-level marketing. I would never leave multi-level marketing. Um, I am the top earner in my company, Total Life Changes. We uh, distribute nutritional supplements, energy supplements, coffees, detoxes, uh, essential oils. You're able to, you know, work anywhere in the world. You're able mm-hmm. to do drop shipping. You're able to make digital currency. And um, that's my primary. Right. 
The second stream of income is I have my own CBD company. Mm-hmm. I am really big on physical mastery, physical fitness, feeling good within your body. A lot of people don't understand what's getting in the way of them and their happiness, their peace, their joy, their monies is their health. Really? For real. Most people don't do not do nothing about their health until they're obese or sick or a family member die and then they're inspired to do something. But I know a part of why I am who I am and where I am is because of the nutritional supplements I take, the routines that I have every day. So, Sorry, I can't seem to get to the gym, man. You don't have to go to the gym, though. Let me tell you something for real. I can't if you seem to work to, out. If you was to put just a 30 minutes to an hour within your body every day, you would 10x your life. What you mean? Put it you would make more, give yourself more time for you. Not the businessman, not the husband, not the dad, not the you know, sleep is for suckers guy. I mean, like, decide that you're going to do this for you for 30 minutes. It could be walk. It could be do some jumping jacks and push-ups. It'll change your life. It'll change your mind. The things you've been learning will be elevated and escalated because you'll be different mentally. So working out and moving your body is not just about being fine. Don't get me started on that. I could talk mm-hmm. about that. It's about the physical capacity that you're able to take yourself to because you're different. It opens up different parts of your brain. So when I see all of y'all, I'd be like, oh my God, if they just were to care about their body just a little bit more, they'll make 10 times more money. So mm. don't get me on that. But, so I have my own CBD company. Mm. Um, one of my top sellers is a, a superfood for the face. CBD is 250 milligrams of CBD. Um, I'm big on anti-aging as well. I'm 42. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah. Really? Uh-huh, I'm not a MILF, but I'm 42. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm big on wanting to feel young and look young. You know, part of why my mom died at an early age was because she didn't like what she looked like. She was depressed. Mm. And it made her make really bad choices. So I opened up uh, and launched my own skincare skincare line. And nobody really knows about it. It's still like the best kept secret. Wow. But that's why my, my skin look nice. Clearly. Exactly. I see how my skin look nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I have my own skincare line. And I've been crazy about lip gloss for, for a very long time. Mm. And so... I launched a lip gloss uh, line as well. Um, I invest in real estate. You know, I make passive income in real estate. I also have some digital behind the scene monies that I make that I don't talk about too sure. much. Sure. Um, and um, yeah, and then I have a community. It's called Girl Hold My Hand. It's a subscription-based community, but I really love the people in the mm-hmm. community. Yeah. But they kind of pay a little bit just to kind of have a little little teenage bit of access. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that I do primarily. Here's, so somebody might look at that and say, oh, well, Stormy made multiple streams of income. I'm going to go out and do multiple streams of income. But we got to qualify that, right? Because you did the same thing for a decade. Am I right? Over a decade. And that's, that is one of the things that I actually want to, I kind of like wanted to forgive myself for because I see people trying to beat me so bad. They try to do what I do so bad, too quick, too fast. And I'd be like, no, go back 20, yeah. go back 13 years ago. Don't do me now. Yeah. Go back to what I did in the beginning. So, you know, in all fairness, for real, I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. No, follow one course until successful. Write this d- down. Focus. Follow one course until successful. When your energy is not focused on one area, you cannot be successful in all areas. It doesn't work that way. Mm. And even when... I look at my multiple businesses, they all could even be doing better. But it's me trying to separate my time and work on six things 
when I was focused on one, I made even more in that one than these put together. For sure. You get what I'm saying? So people think multiple streams of income means multi-millionaire. No, I mean, you might be tired, stressed out, overworked, and underpaid. Mm -hmm. So um, focus, and and I truly believe that where focus goes, energy flows. And so you can't be all everywhere, even in your family life, your personal life. Like you have to find a focus and decide to sit in that focus of that thing until the desired result is, is accomplished. Do you have like some sort of formula when, because some people are like, yo, I'm making $5,000 a month. I'm about to do something else or 10000 or 20000 Is there is there some sort of formula we can follow to say, okay, I'm going to lock in on this one thing for X amount of time or reach some sort of success that we can define and then it's time to split focus? So here's what I would say, you know, and the, the gurus will give you this philosophical answer. And I'm going to say, find your peak performance, mm-hmm. performing your peak performance. But if it goes back to biblical, the, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. If you're making 5,000, but you have not multiplied somebody else making 5,000 like you, mm-hmm. you can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Until you have helped somebody match your income, stay right there. Yeah. Gotcha. And gotcha. then what's going to end up happening is that when you, when you multiply what you've accomplished in somebody else, or at least half of that in somebody else. If you make it 5000 a month, have you helped somebody else make 5000 a month? If not, you really ain't successful. You just temporarily winning. <laughs> I like that. Okay, we clap it up. We clap it up. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that's how I keep myself yeah. grounded. Yeah. You know, like, okay, Stormy, who did you help? Like, my goal is a thousand families, you know? And people be like, well, we, I think you had a billion families now. I get what they're saying, but... In my mind, I know I could get comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I have enough money. I make enough money right now that I could retire. I could chill mm-hmm. and not do nothing. And I could still travel. I could still eat. I could still fly first class. I could still buy jewelry and clothes. And I'm not saying retire and be poor. I could retire and live an amazing life. But how boring is that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. 100%. You know, 100%. you look back at your old self. You're like, how many people look like how I used to look and live like how I used to live that just need to hear from me? So they can see and learn my way of doing it. Because no matter what anybody may think about you, David, or even me, we have had mentors and coaches along the way, right? But you still did it in this certain type of way. For so sure. now it's like, ooh, 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 I got a way, I got a way. Let me teach yeah. them the way. Yeah. Used to work at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what I feel. I feel like until you can say, I make a million a month, who did I help make a million a month? Mm-hmm. If you ain't helping nobody make a million a month, you just lucked up. If you make 10 grand a month and you ain't help nobody make 10 grand a month, you ain't multiplying. What happened right. to that? You so biblical. You so God. <laughs> well, your multiplication, you right. forgot about that part. Right, right. You wouldn't have five kids. You think yeah. that's what he was talking about? <laughs> so I just, I just, I just have this thing where I just, I want to help people. And my whole mission of a thousand families is to help a thousand people become millionaires every year though. I haven't done it yet. And I'm probably going to be old by the time I do it. And when I say, I don't count, if I help you make a million and you help your homeboy make a million and you help your sister make a million, I don't count that person on purpose. I want to stay stretching myself. Like for me to create, I want to help a thousand people become millionaires every year. You understand? You know, you understand that hunger? That's a tall order. That's a big goal. Thank you. So it's like, when I'm not, when I can't go to sleep and everybody's sleepy, and here's what I've done to myself. I've programmed myself to believe that, that I could do that. So now when I want to, like, I'm about to, like, two weeks ago, I was like, I'm about to retire. I was so frustrated. And I was like, man, I'm about to retire. 
And I, it really was quit though. But I ain't want to use the word quit because that's for suckers. <laughs> but I really felt like I wanted to quit. But I, I, I found a fancy word to make myself accept it. And I'm like, nah, I was about to retire. But I'm like, no, Stormy, unless you have helped a thousand people become millionaires, you cannot quit or retire fancy name. So is that is that the driving force that keeps you going? It is. I've been saying it for so long. Like I messed myself up. I use some of my own strategies for real, for real. And I live by it. And it's like, I, it's in my DNA. Like I can't stop. Mm. So I'd be like, why are you in this class? Why are you spending this money? Why are you investing in this? Why are you doing this? Why are you still working? Go to sleep. Go to. I'm on two hours of sleep. I went to bed at 2.30 this morning. I had to be to the airport at 4 mm-hmm. to be here. Right. I'm on two hours of sleep. And I'm like, look what I did. I kept saying, sleep is for suckers. Now nah, I ain't going to sleep. <laughs> I'm auto-suggesting, reprogramming myself, and I ain't been asleep for real in a, a minute. I, okay, I got to ask you this on the other side because there is a certain level of, uh, I don't know if it's toxicity to entrepreneurship because I love entrepreneurship. Like I'm somewhat addicted. I see you probably have even more of an addiction to like really going out building. Do you do you think there's a downside to this mindset? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, so somebody asked earlier, like the balance part. Mm. I don't spend time with my family like I should. I don't spend time with me like I should. I'm always giving myself away to somebody else. But it's like, it's my happy space. And then it's like, when I want to spend time with my kids, they want to be on the phone and uh, on the game. So I'm like, well, what are we doing then? Right. I might well go do what I want to do <laughs> since you're going to be on your phone and on the game. So it is it's a big downside, you know. Um, the time, yeah. it's hard to have, you know, certain kind of relationships. Your man want to do certain things and you'd be like, I want to do this. Right. And then it's like, okay, either we're going to get on the same page or I'm going to be turning you off because you're going to be like, what's wrong with you, crazy sure? lady? Because it could come <laughs> across like a crazy person. Yeah. Yo, I, I know somebody's watching this. Is it hard to date being a woman making multiple eight figures? Like that's, because there's some people in careers, they make six figures and they having a hard time finding a man because they feel intimidated. But somebody of your status, is it tough? Or has it been? Because you've been up for a long time now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it has been. It has been. You know, a lot of men, um, and I'm in a relationship now. So, oh, you know, it's different. So it's but easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy because you got to remember, like, men are used to being like the man. Yeah. And depending on the type of man, you may not feel like, not like so much the man when the woman wants to fly private to Paris or fly private to Bahamas. Right. And you can't pay for it, but she can. Depending on the man and his confidence, either right. he like, man, my girl doing, I'm grateful to be with her. Or he resents you. Just because I want to fly private and you can only fly afford first class, do that mean we don't go private no more? Mm. So it's about the confidence of the man. It's about the way the woman does it. Um, Do you have these conversations up front? Yeah. Like immediately, like, listen, I'm probably making more money than you. Yes. Let's talk about this. I didn't used to. I didn't used to in the beginning because I felt like that was kind of endearing. It was kind of like, I won't say endearing. Like abrasive kind of? Yeah, it was kind of like cocky. Yeah. But why waste time? Like, tell a person. And like, for me, I believe that if we together, I don't care where you are. As long as you are right and you, you got some ambition and some work ethic, yeah. 
you're going to be further along because of our connection anyway. So gotcha. be okay with wherever we at right now, but just know I, if I'm with you, I believe in you. We about to do some crazy stuff together because yeah. I believe in the power of the mastermind alliance. Absolutely. So we come together, we about to take off. So it doesn't bother me and and, and thank God for the first time. I think that he he's not insecure or intimidated. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Good, good. Well, today we see the Giuseppes and Flying Private and all the amazing things you're doing. But you weren't born this way. Like I and I, I heard a little bit of your story, and the things you've gone through would have broken some people. And I want to talk about I want to talk about it because, like you're you're so far away from where some people are right now. They say I can never be there, but I got to go back to the stormy when it all first started. Where do we get this ambition from? As far back as you can remember, where'd you get your ambition from? You know, I, I have to say, um, my first coach example, uh, role model inspiration was my mom. So my mom was a real big drug dealer. Like really? she was the, the girl. Yes. Your mom was a drug my dealer. My mother. She was the big she was the drug dealer and she my dad was working underneath her. What? <laughs> really? Yeah my mom was a big old boss. Yeah, 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 for real. So like all the things people see for me is like I took her hustle, her her illegal lifestyle and I I I took it and I I recreated it in a legal way. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot. My, I mean, I remember being as young as like 10 years old. My mom used to traffic her own drugs and I used to watch her pack it. Really? Yeah, like I remember being a kid, like seriously. So rest she, in, she rest, like rest in, Hold on, rest in power, mom. I'm, I'm not talking bad about you, mom. I'm talking good about you, oh, all right? Sure. So yeah, my mom was a boss and she handled her own business. My mom, I remember being like nine years old and I never told nobody this. So this is really exclusive Hey, this is exclusive, exclusive interview. I never talked about this ever. I remember being nine years old and my mom used to, um, put, <laughs> my mom used to go in disguise trafficking drugs. Mm. And her disguise was that she was a beautician. 
So she'll go get this big beauty bag and she'll, she'll buy the big old perms. Don't do this at home, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go to jail. And she'll, 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 this is not just, the how-to traffic yeah. drugs you workshop right now. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is what I remember. So remember, I'm not, uh, imagine being nine years old. And so I'm watching her wrap her drugs and saran wrap and put it in the perm so that you can't smell it. Mm. And I used to be like, oh my God, my mama going to jail. I used to say this as a kid. She didn't know I was watching, but I saw everything. And um, so every time she'd go and come back with more money, I used to be like, this is a pretty good career. Mm-hmm. She gets to travel. She, she'd never get caught. So I remember being young thinking, I may do this one day. Mm. For real. And then my mom That's ended up going to jail a lot. So as she would go to jail a lot, I would be like, okay, this is the part I don't like. Because mm. she leaving yeah. her kids. She would leave us with friends that she thought was going to take care of us. Like, I remember being beaten with water hose. You know, to this day, I don't, I don't, I don't like the smell of beets. I don't like beets because I used to be, be living with one of my mom's friends while she was in prison. And the lady would abuse us and abuse me and my yeah. brother. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And so that's the part I didn't like. And then I ended up in foster care. Many people don't know, I, I lived in foster care for like two years. Wow. And then my older what brother came and got me. Um, we was about, I was about seven, seven, from about seven to like nine, mm-hmm. nine-ish. So, you know, I remember a lot. I chose not to like relive these things. But like talking about it with you is exciting to me. Like, wm. wow, girl, you came from all of that. So, sure. you know, watching my mom uh, sell drugs, watching my mom go in and out of prison. My, my whole family sold drugs. My brother sold drugs. My family was into drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle sold. That's what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember one day looking at my mom saying, I'm so inspired by you. And she was so excited. And I'm like, to not be like you. And I'll never forget that day. She wanted to beat my ass that day. I probably so, didn't get an ass whooping that day. Okay. <laughs> Try to give me the edited version. A little I, bit. A little bit. I, we'll edit it. But so you looked at your mom and said, you, I, you inspire me to yeah. not be like, not yes. want to be like you. Yes. I remember that. And I probably was like, I didn't have any kids then. So I probably was like 11 to 12, 13. Mm. Had my first child when I was 15. Really? Yeah, I had my first child when I was 15. I had my second child when I was 19. And my last child when I was 32. You think it was your environment that caused you to do that? Absolutely. What about your environment drove you to say, I'm going to have a child? I mean, obviously you don't plan on let me have a child, but was there any education around sex or anything like that? No, I dropped. So I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. In the ninth grade? Like the summer. Not even the summer, like two weeks in. So really like the eighth yeah. grade. I just like saying ninth grade because mm. number nine, my favorite number. So it rhymes. <laughs> but um, so I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. I had my first child when I was 15. Um, where, where I come from, being a stripper, selling drugs, robbing people, you know, dating older men, having babies. You was cool. No, I never robbed nobody. Oh. I stole, but I never robbed. Okay. You understand know, the difference? What's the difference? Stealing is when you just go take it and you think the store got money, so it's no big deal. They got gotcha. pre- loss prevention. They count that. Robbing is when I hurt you and you're a regular for citizen sure, working sure. your hard job. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing is an institute. Robbing is a person. Gotcha. Stealing is okay. But but in my mind, when I was younger, it was a difference. In my mind, they got a lot of money. They have they have funds. This is what I used to tell myself. They have funds allocated for loss prevention and lo- loss. And I'm stealing and I'm helping somebody have a job because this is a department and I need it. They don't need it as bad. Justified. I used to tell myself that. No lie. Oh. Like I, I love that I always go back to who I used to be because I, I need to know what did I used to tell myself so I could talk to the people that are still telling themselves what I used to tell myself mm-hmm. that got you stuck. Nice. So I used nice. to tell myself all kind of crazy stuff and really believe it. So 
so on. Yeah. I'm always interested in this, like the, uh, like dancers, strippers. Key, do you remember like the first day of being a stripper? <laughs> Yeah, especially like when you see it in the movies, the the girl's real like timid. Like, what was the first day? So the first day I was 14. 14? No, 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 I'm lying. My very first day I was 13. So it's two different Developed two different at this point? Yeah, yeah, I look grown. I always look like an older woman. That's yeah. why I'm so happy I look like the fountain of youth right now. <laughs> but when I was 13, people thought I was older. So I went into this club and I remember I had on this black suede skirt, this white top, this black suede vest. I had my hair cut short. You know, I used to, you know, put the pump it up so it was tight, right? And I went to the strip club with my friend and his father owned the club. There wasn't ID in nobody? No, no he's, his father owned the gotcha, club. Gotcha. So I was able to get in with him and I looked grown. Yeah. So he left me outside. I'll never forget this. He said, I'm going in the office real quick. Let me get some money. Mm. So I'm standing outside. Mind you, my water off back home. And on this that man walks by and he looks at me and I, I was disgusted. And I mind you, I'm in a strip club. I always wanted to see it, but I'm disgusted at this moment. But I'm in a club and he walks past me and he looks at me and I'm like, don't look at me. I'm looking at the girls. And he comes back. He said, if you lift your skirt, I'll give you $600 right now. What? I'm 13 and a lot in the, in the water off back home. Right. And I'm like, I, I cursed him out. Then I thought about it and I started kind of looking for one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever talk to me like that. Then like 20 minutes later, you like, yeah, for real. And that was my first experience in getting $600 real quick. Wow. And it kind of opened me up like, this kind of cool. And then my friend, my friend, her name was Mona. She was like 14. She was a stripper. She got a fake ID. She used to come home and make like three, four grand a day, throw it on the floor. We would, you know, so I was very fascinated with money and quick money. And my mom was in prison. I didn't have my father. He wasn't there. Mm. And so I had to do what I had to do at yeah. a young age. And how long were you stripping? So I was stripping. It was spurts. So I, I, I wasn't like, like, not like a bona fide stripper yeah. at 13. I was like going and like sneak out. And then Mona got me a fake ID. Mm -hmm. So that's when I, I went to the Rolex. That's the big famous, you know, Rolex? The Rolex? Oh, you I, better not know about the Rolex. I wouldn't know. <laughs> My wife said, no, I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> exactly. But no, um, it's like a really popular like tourist attraction strip club in Miami. So I started working at Rolex. I had a fake ID. So I was a real, like, real, like, go to work every night with my bag from the ages of, like, exactly 17 to 20. No, no, to 19. When I got pregnant with my daughter, I decided I was not going back into the strip club. Right. That's, that's how I really got out. Her right. dad kind of, like, saved me, you know. Where I'm from back in the days, even now, the men save the women and take them out of the club. You know, that kind of, they do it yeah. here in Atlanta, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, I'm just making sure you Did you get crazy. saved? I got saved. You got saved? <laughs> <laughs> I did get saved. I did. So I know that whole save movement. How was the process? Like, if, if you start dating somebody, I, it, this is kind of interesting. If you start dating somebody, like, while you're at the strip club, eventually the man is like, I don't want you to do that no more, but that's how I found you. Not all men. Like Not all men. Some men just want to have fun. So they, they actually, the fascination of you being in a strip club is a part of why they like you. And you better not stop dancing. They, that's a part of the fascination. Mm. That's a part of the life you probably don't know about. And y'all probably don't know about this life either. But yeah, some of the men like that you still dance. They don't want you to stop. And then depending on the, the caliber of a man and what he wants and what he sees in you, yeah. that would determine if he's like, okay, I need you. You have to stop doing that. Yeah. So it just all depends. But that's what I was, I had that experience. The person that saved you, did you fall in love with him or did you, was it just an out for you? I mean, I was 19. I was in that kind of love at 19. Yeah. And I had my daughter from him. Yeah. So I was 
that kind of love, the 19 year old love, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure, Different sure. kind of love. Yeah. That is crazy. You got some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, I, okay, fast forward to this network marketing thing. And I got, I got to ask, so I was asking my boy the other day, is it, is it easier, more difficult, or about the same being involved in a network marketing company today as it was back in the day when not a whole lot of people knew about it? When the first thing you're like, I can make money. All I got to do is tell so-and-so, oh, do you think it was easier or harder back then? For, for me? Yeah. Well, period. Just the So industry. it's hard to answer that question because I make more money now than I did back then. For sure. So it depends on what you're using to measure it up against. I think more people now are open to it, yeah. but I also think more people got in and failed. So if, 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 if I get in network marketing and I just joined a week ago, and then you, my boy, and you got in and you never did nothing and you quit. And I asked you, hey, I just joined this company. What you think about it? I am not prepared for you to talk bad because I'm thinking that you're going to be excited for me. Sure. Not knowing that you joined a company and didn't do nothing. So I feel like people join and then they go out into the world and the world who have their opinion, who never really worked it. Instead of them saying, hey, I, I didn't really do anything. It didn't work for me or I, I quit the first day like most people do. Mm. They discourage new people. I just think that too many monsters are eating up the people that sign up. As soon as they sign up, they go talk to their family and their cousin, you know, what Murphy's committee, you right. feel me? <laughs> and then now they get eight, they get eaten up by people sure. who never really gave it a chance. I think, and now I think I see what you're doing in terms of like, cause obviously the, the engine is, um, TLC, right? TLC? TLC opens TLC. up the door. So I see that's the engine, but you built like a whole nother culture. It's not just about, like the meetings, right? You do events. You have a whole different culture. And I was, can somebody, show me the chain real quick. You can sit right there. I thought that was so interesting because you built a culture where you got the thousand families chain. Tell me where that came from. So I've been in multi-level marketing for... I'm about to taste this too. But I, I just take it out. Of the yeah, yeah, just shake it up real quick. Shake it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not because you kind of open it. There you go. Okay. I want you splurting <laughs> on me, my Versace jacket. I've been in multi-level marketing for 13 years. And um, I learned a long time ago after my first year. So my first year in network marketing, I made a million dollars my first year. I made actually like 1.5 my first 14 months in network yeah, marketing. Going I see, this is my first time I actually tasting it because you see it on the internet. <laughs> How many of these can you drink though? I drink like four a day. It's like an energy shot. Like makes me get pumped up when I feel low. I take that and I take this and I'm, I'm gone. I think my problem is I would just be drinking them. It's you know vitamins. I mean? But you know, like the vitamins, you know, the chewable vitamin C's. I should be popping a billion of them joints. I, I can't drink a whole lot of these. It's vitamin. What's going to happen? You're going to die from vitamin overdose? And I got another one? <laughs> another one on you? Okay. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so, um, what was your, oh, yes. oh, oh, so, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you, so I started in network marketing uh, almost 14 years ago and I learned a long time ago that it's not just about how you become successful. It's about helping other people to achieve success. So my first year in network marketing, I made like 1.4 million as an amateur. First year. My first year. What was you doing before that? Before your first year? I, I used to, oh, okay. I was doing customer service, making $13 an hour. What? Customer service. So I got, I got, I left customer service making $13 an hour. My boss, I made a million dollars for my company collections right here in Marietta. I bought a million dollars in closed accounts in seven months. My boss tells me he's going to give me a raise. The raise was 25 cents after me bringing them a million dollars. I found out that day that that was the biggest raise they had given out in like 13 years. 25 cents. 25 cents was the biggest raise they had given out in 13 years. And they wanted me to be excited about it. 
that day for I just was praying to God for to send me an opportunity. I didn't used to believe in multi-level marketing. I thought it was a pyramid, a scam, because I tried some things and it didn't work. So I almost didn't get in. But the company that really enticed me was a company that had products that I knew people could use. What was the product? What was the company? Body Magic. The Body Magic. The, uh, the waist trainer yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah. So I like started the whole waist trainer joint. I believe For that. real. 13 100%. years ago. So the, the girls who, you know, manufacture, I like started that though. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> For real. So that's so, how I started. I made my first, I made 1.5 in 14 months. Mm. And I helped like 10 people become millionaires over there. Mm. And so back then I used to say, I would help 50 families make uh, six figures a year. And everything was I, 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 I. And I didn't understand the difference between I leadership and we leadership. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. What is it? So I leadership is when everything is about you. Yeah. Everything I do, I do for me. Very selfish, very about me. But we leadership is when I, I see you, I believe in you, and then I do things for us. And it's about how can we work together as a team? How can we get better as a team? No man left behind. I want to help you elevate. The more you elevate, the more we elevate. So I went from I to we will help 1,000 families make six figures. Because in my mind, I can't do 1,000 alone. So it's like, let's create a team. Mm. So I'm really, I, I watch my team. I, I pay attention to them. I look for the ones that's really solid. Um, as you know, people don't stay solid long. For sure. So if sure. you serve the most, you show up the most, you help build a culture and you really like, it's not even about really the money. It's about how you serve. You can earn a necklace. So, okay. So what are the qualifications to get in uh, a chain? So you have to have like one of the biggest stories. So they, they really don't probably know this. Nobody probably knows this. Nobody, I don't, I didn't ever get an interview by mm -hmm. the way. So <laughs> but I just want I you to know. I appreciate you being here. I'm glad Come to be on. here. So this is a really good question because I don't think even they know. Mm. So number one, I look for like who creates the biggest story, who helps to create momentum. So in network marketing and in business, really, it's about stories, facts tell, stories sell. So you, you, your story is so big that we use your story a lot. 
So now everybody knows you because some way, somehow your story helped to help us to pivot or help to create a shift. Because it's the stories that this industry is based mm. upon. I don't care how great a product is. It's about the story behind the product or the team or the company. Yeah. And so your story, number two, you start to serve. You know, I was taught by one of my mentors, you know, when you build the team, you make money. When you build the company, you create wealth. So I always looked at the company like it was my company. I never looked at it like the owner's company. It's like, in my mind, this is my company. So everything that I did was for we, not for me. So I watched the way they serve the company. You know, you got people that don't understand the difference between I leadership and we leadership. And the more you give, the more you receive. So they're so selfish. They just want to help their team. And they they don't know that's why they broke. So I watched the ones, how they serve the bigger picture. And then I also watched like your respect. Do you have respect, integrity, character, Mm -hmm. honor? How do you edify the company? How do you edify me? How do you edify the stories? And based upon who showed up the most, and you got to at least have made like at least over $200,000. You could get a necklace. We don't have many necklace recipients. We probably have in the entire company between 1,000 families and 1,000 families, probably about a good 60. 60? And it should be way more than that. Mm, These are not cheap. I wish I could do that. <laughs> like, I want to take it back from several people, but what am I gonna do? Right. Go up to you with a gun, give back my chain. Right, right, right. <laughs> right we gotta be the old story. You know what I mean? We the new story. But I do be wanting to do that. Yeah. I really do like isn't that Suge Knight that took somebody's chain back? Oh, for sure. I be wanting to take the chain. Death row, give him the chain back. <laughs> but no, it don't it don't work like that. You know, I think it becomes a memorabilia for people mm. because no matter what, they had their greatest moments with me and 1,000 families. They made their most money with me and 1,000 families, and they were their happiest. Yeah. Even though they may not want to admit it. Mm. So it's like they look back like. <laughs> mm. So they keep it as a memorabilia. How'd you come up with the idea for the chain? Um, I like rap. I'm I'm a I'm a rap trapper mm-hmm. type of girl, you know. Um, and I like when the rappers had the chains on. It's yeah, like yeah. that's gangster to me, right? And so, then I guess it symbolizes a crew like that. That was the illest thing I've ever seen. Like, especially in like because you only see that with a record label. That's my much. point. So it makes you identifiable. It's a conversation piece. It's like, who are they? Mm-hmm. You know, I normally wear mine. It's real big, but you know, I'm in Atlanta. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tone down a little piece. And um, so you walk through the airports, you walk through the mall, and people know 1,000 families, and they're like, "Thank you, oh y'all, 1,000 families." It's like, and it's also a recruitment tool. Yeah. If you walk up to me and you see me with 1,000 families, I'm looking like this. You're like, "Oh, what's 1,000 families?" It's a conversation oh. piece. So now it's up to you to turn that what's 1,000 families into a opportunity to connect and create a new relationship. So Mark, who edits the podcast, mm-hmm. he's been with us for maybe like six months and he he's like, yo, I need a chain. Like a part of the chain. <laughs> I pay him every month. By the, he's like, I need a chain. Should I give him a chain? Or? It depends on what is he doing. Is he doing more than he's paid for? Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Yes, Mark would have to answer that. <laughs> we, don't want Mark to, we don't want Mark to go AWOL on right. the set. So we're not going to answer that right now. But when this is over, yeah, me sure. and Mark got to talk. That is culture. I like that. I yeah. like that. Okay. Um, I, I, I do want to get into like the mindset behind building wealth, right? Because I don't think people really understand what it takes to truly, truly build wealth. If you had to kind of give me like the three most important things to building wealth, what would they be? 
Wow, that's a great question. Um, number one, I would say that you have to have a burning desire to be wealthy. You can't just be a, a entrepreneur. You can't just hope for it. You can't just pray for it. Like, you got to have that, like, get rich or die trying. Like, for real. Like, I am going to be rich. I am going to be wealthy. How do you develop that, though? Me, personally, I... I, I live off of just different philosophies. And me personally, it's like there's a fear that makes me stop and there's a fear that makes me go. I've there's a fear that makes you stop, stop and, and a fear, fear that, that makes, makes you go. go. Okay. So the fear that makes me go is knowing that this can go away. Mm. Like, I mean, let's, let's, let's take the crypto, for example, right? I, I looked at my account yesterday and it's, it's, you know, I, I believe if you can't afford to lose, it, don't invest it. Yeah, you sure. know, unless you invest in it yourself, you're never losing, yeah. right? Keep it low, cause you, you know everybody don't know. You, you know, <laughs> you know. but no, no, my crypto account, yeah. my Coinbase account. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. Got you feel me? I thought you saw. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> and it was down seven over seventy thousand dollars. So mm. what about the people that really took their last? And like I saw it yesterday, just like I don't look at it, and I'm like, oh wow, seventy thousand dollars. What if that was all I had for a business and my job? I remember when my crypto account was like over a quarter of a million dollars. And then yesterday I was like, oh crap, it's crazy. Jeez. But it was like, that's the fear. It's like, okay, it's go time because you thought it was going to be this. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is I know it's going to grow. Then like, for example, my, my other businesses. And I never told nobody this, but exclusive behind exclusive. the scenes. I believe in having leverage too, right? So I am the top income earner in my company, right? But, um, and I'm happy. I love my multi-level marketing company. But I also know, like, if you go acting crazy or something, I got me a couple of other businesses that I could fall back on. Mm -hmm. I got my own skincare. I could just mm -hmm. take my energy and put it over here. I, I got a CBD coffee. I could take my energy mm -hmm. and put it over here. So number one, I believe in imagination, visualization as well. Number two. Number one That's is burning real, desire. Hold, hold on, because that is real. Because I've seen a lot of uh, companies, because... At the end of the day, it's not your company, right? It's not your company. But And I've seen a lot of companies just go AWOL. They start doing what they want, especially when they start paying you too much. They're like, mm. ooh, try to figure out ways to not pay you. I've seen people, companies take people's check, right? Because, you know, you you think you're an entrepreneur, you built it, and they can take that joint. <laughs> but I like the fact that you said, and I, and I feel like you've probably been in the office once or twice and had to remind them, like, hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not get it twisted. Yeah, I have. That's major. Yeah. So, so I just had to throw that in there. But so becoming a millionaire mindset. So number one, burning desire. Like you have to have a burning desire. Yeah. Um, and most people just have the desire. Yeah. It ain't burning enough. Like I believe in principles. I live a very principle based life. So whenever I'm in doubt, I go down to principles or I go back to principles. And I mean, I say down. So like I chunk things down. So I believe in like honor thy mother and thy father. Like, I take care of my dad to this day. You know, he's on an allowance. He don't ask me. He know he got his wow. check. At one point, my dad was on a $2,000 a week allowance. Mm. Mm. I took it down now. Jeez. But <laughs> no, so 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 I'm, I'm saying it because I have a burning desire to do that. I can't imagine my dad calling me saying I need $200 and I'm mad and I'm arguing with him because he asked me for $200. And I see people do that. Yeah. I've been with people and they mom or dad calling for 200 and they mad. That is your mama. Mm. That is your daddy. Give your mama or your dad. That should be baked into your bills. Yeah. And they're probably not mad at the fact that they're calling. They're probably mad at the fact that they can't provide it. It's, it's both. They just have programmed their mind to be like, why my mama keep calling me? Like, I'm mm. the only child she called. Okay, well, good. <laughs> but I look at it totally different. So that is 
honorable to me. Like, it's like, I always want you to have to put some respect on my name. Yeah. So I have a burning desire for that, though. It's not a negotiable for me. It's not a negotiable that I live freely. It's not a negotiable that I get to do what I want when I want. Yeah. I, I collected a million dollars for a company and they gave me 25 cents and I used to eat lean cuisines and I, I had a carpool with my friend to work. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about. And my water was off back home. I had to go turn it back on with the pliers. Those things made me create the burning desire. I, I guess with people, they might be in a situation, but it doesn't hurt bad enough for them to do something. They desire to get out of the situation, but because sometimes the job is enough for them to live, it's it doesn't create a burning desire. Does it have to hurt bad enough? Yeah, but it has it? to hurt bad enough. You have to understand the, the, the correlation, though. Like, the contrast and you have to be around powerful people like you don't even know and, and I'm gonna save it for later on how much credit card roulette changed my life mm. that may have been nothing to y'all but you don't even know what it did to me tell me tell me okay you gotta tell them the scenario alright so this is what we did <laughs> Credit card roulette. So we're all at the table. And it's just, it's a beautiful sight. We're all in Clearwater and we're all at a table. And uh, I think Neil probably invented this game called credit card roulette where pretty much everybody puts their credit cards in a hat, give it to the, the waitress, and she pulls these cards and gives everybody a card back. And the last card just has to pay for the whole table. The cool thing was we were all excited to play. I remember going to some dinners where you try to figure out, ooh, who's going to pick up the bill? <laughs> We're all excited to play. So I I had to pay. They cheated me, though. You know what I mean? Because I so everybody has like a, an American Express card. Like, you know, like it's, it feels heavy. But everybody gave a debit card. So now the girl's giving it all the debit cards. Now I'm left. But so. So no. So see, I let me say like something. You said about communication is everything. Yes. No, guess what happened? And, and, and he's so in it, he don't even understand the, the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. That's not even weird. Can I talk about it for yeah, like, can please. I get two minutes? Let's so this go. is important. Y'all gotta know this. Okay, so I'm at this table and the table had to have like 14 people. Everybody don't know each other. This is not like my family, my family. This is a bunch of random people from a mastermind. Out of the 14 is probably six of them that's friends. The rest is just random people. So we all eat and we eat big. Like we got crabs and drinks and more crabs and calamari. And like, this ain't no mm -hmm. cheap. This is not, you know, uh, what you call it? Uh, I'm not even going to say it. Olive Garden or something like that. <laughs> there, there you go. This is like, it had to be at least $700 at least. You paid. It. I know exactly how much. I'm it was. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. So it wasn't no cheap, and 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 I'm I'm used to being with people for real. That they're used to one person paying the bill. They look at me. They know I'm gonna pay because I'm the bigger check. Or I'm used to people saying, "What's my bill? What I only ate the crab. I didn't drink that. I didn't eat that piece <laughs> of bread. I only took one piece of bread. Nobody got time for that. Right. I'm used to people like giving the, like fifty credit cards mm. and a way to coming back with twenty black things, giving you your sleeve. Like, mm. come on. That's another thing you probably don't know, right? This is all, I'm sitting and watching this. And this is the thing that you don't know. I wanted to play because I understand sowing a seed into all of y'all. Y'all mm -hmm. are all making millions of dollars. I want to feed you. Yeah. I want that seed. So a seed, reap a harvest. That's a part of my principles. Sure. So it was my credit card. Neo was like, no yes. girls can't play. Yep. That's yep. another thing. They not let the girls play, y'all. <laughs> so no girls can pay the bill. 
No girls can't play. I insisted on playing. Yo, she tried to slide her credit card I to did. the wages. Yeah. It was my card. That's yeah. why you made that's why they made you pay. Yeah, for sure. So my card ended up being the card that was supposed to pay. I was like, yes, pay. And then it was like, nah, 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 you can't play. David, your car was really last. Yeah. You pay. So it was my card. Mm -hmm. so I remember. Pay. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was so, like, you want to be in the ring with us? You got to pay. But yeah, Neil was like, no women can play. Exactly. And um, so, so, how, so how, did, how did it how So did let me finish. You? So we got three. So the first one is uh, burning desire. Mm -hmm. The second one is understanding the power of imagination and visualization. I'm sorry, hold that real quick. But yes. you said you said that that credit card roulette changed your life. Oh, so it changed my life yes. because I've never seen that. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, like I've never seen that many black men making the kind of money y'all making. I don't even. You, I think you're so in it, you don't even know it no more. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. how you say I'm so far over here. <laughs> you so far in these circles, like him 500, Neo, Marvin, you. Uh, the trapper guy, like Papi Chulo, like mm. I'm like they don't sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they not. That's crazy. Mm. And and I never seen that before. And that's mm. what that's like. Me and Annette are like all this. And then y'all not acting mad with each other. Y'all giving each other advice. Y'all like we about to do this. Y'all find a ways to collaborate. Collaboration is a new currency. Facts. So I never seen that. So the way y'all took wow. care of the bill, the way y'all collaborating, the way y'all was supporting each other, the way, you know, you don't even know at the end of the table, they edifying, like the guys at the end of the table talking big about y'all to me. Yeah. So you don't know this. Y'all down to having y'all conversation. Where at the end, we over here having our conversation. So Damn. it was just, in a, it was a, and when I'm in rooms and tables like that, it's a lot of white people. Excuse me, but to see that with black people, I was like, okay, this exists. And they ain't wow. mad at each other. And it felt, it felt like love. It, the energy was like that. That was worth my money just that alone. The networking that took place at that table, the things that we created at that table, the way me and Annetta, you you inspired two power. Y'all inspired two powerful women. Yeah, we keep we've been talking about that since. We, and listen, wow. you know my new rule: if you can't play credit card roulette with me, you can't eat with me. And here's <laughs> so, the funny thing: the next day, yeah, they play credit card roulette. I was like, I should I should have went with them to eat. What they at? <laughs> they was doing the the the, the, the um. Wow. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal thing, uh, and i was like i don't like how this feel wow. and i wanted to pay I don't like that. Well, you know so, what's crazy? If you're ever in Atlanta with us, like I, I cannot remember the last time we split a bill. So anybody got time for remember. that? That don't even look right. <laughs> it looks stupid. You a big old boss, but you talking about my bill was only seventy five dollars. Pay yeah. the bill. <laughs> I hate yeah, this. So I was very impressed. Yeah, Neil said something powerful. He said, "Yo, if if, if ever you're in that scenario and someone doesn't want to play, that means you can't eat with us next time." He said that to me. Yeah. He said that. He said, if you can't play, you can't eat with us. Yeah. And I think everybody, I mean, there's there's always levels, right? You might go to Olive Garden. There's just a few of y'all. Y'all not making millions, but like feel what it feels like to be able to take care of the whole bill. Now. At Olive Garden, at Waffle House. Like, don't separate, yo, this this drink, I didn't have a, I didn't have a Coke. So take mine off. It was all, you feel me? I think that's that abundance mindset. But go ahead, go ahead. So but people don't know that. They don't yeah. know that that is a principle. Yeah. They think that I didn't eat it. I don't have the money. They don't know that paying the bill is going to help you to get the money. 100%. Because you're sowing the seed into the right fertile ground. <laughs> they don't know that. You pay the bill. And then it's also marketing. Yeah. Because look, I can't stop talking about you. <laughs> look what happened. Stormy Wellington is telling everybody about credit card roulette. And I got. I can't talk about credit card roulette and leave y'all name out. It's so cold. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, one, burning desire. So one is burning What's desire. Up? Two is visualization and, and imagination. Like, it's okay to live in your imagination. Like, it's okay. Stop looking at reality and what it is right now as that's how it's going to always be. You got to be willing to, and I did a training last night on this, who be, do, have. Who I got to become? Who do I got to be around? What do, what do I got to be? What do I got to do? What do I got to do? What do I got to sacrifice? Like, what book do I got to read? What do I got to invest in? How much money do I got to spend on me? Like, 
I get angry, David, when I look and I'm like, I ain't spent no money on me this month. I, I haven't done no courses. I haven't been in no seminars. Mm. I ain't been in a workshop. I don't know nothing new. I ain't meet no new people. What's up, Stormy? You tripping? No, no. Go find something. Go find somewhere to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'm not letting a year pass and I had to spend a couple hundred thousand on my mind. Mm. But there was a point where I used to spend a couple hundreds. Yeah. It's levels. Yeah. I used to spend a couple hundreds to go to events. I used to spend a couple of thousands to go to events. Now I spend tens of thousands to be in masterminds and to go to events and to learn like imagination, visualization, understanding what do I got to be, do in order for me to have. Like my big goal right now is to buy a plane. Mm. And it's not because I want to take a picture and tell everybody I got a plane. <laughs> my goal, I want to travel the world and I want to show people how to be Wi-Fi millionaires. I want to show people that you can be free, for real free. It's one thing to be a millionaire, but a Wi-Fi millionaire is a whole other kind of millionaire. So I need my plane so I can want to go and come back home and be in my bed at night. So I need to feel convenience, not inconvenience, so I could go and teach the people how to do what I've been able to do. If they could even do just 10% of what I've done, that's a $2 million year for you. And I could show you how to do that. So I'm excited about it. I'm not, I was afraid of this imagination, visualization that I had. I could have did it last year. Yeah. But I really was like, let me see if this is going to be real. I don't just want to have a $20 million year go buy a plane and that's kind of dumb. Let me see how many of these I have. Then can I really afford it? I don't want to be stressed out about a plane because it's really another business and another stress. When did you start the visualiza visualization though? Like, were you in the clubs dancing? You had a visualization? Were you, like when you're having your kids, did that create some sort of visual of, of who you are today? And maybe did you even see this coming? So I always knew I was going to be rich or wealthy. I thought I would marry a rich man for real because I know mm. how to cook, like cook a little bit. <laughs> and before I was, because you remember I dropped that school in the ninth grade. So mm. where I'm from, if you're from the ninth grade, what you going to do? You got to get a job. Um, and then I, so I read Think and Grow Rich. I read that book when I was 18 from cover to cover. 18 years old. It changed my life. I was like, hold up. You know, so when I read Think and Grow Rich and I started reading the laws and the definition of purpose and imagination and, and the things that you could apply and I started doing it and I would do stuff and then it would make me change my actions. Yeah. I was like, this kind of cool. Yeah. When I saw myself fat, broken, depressed, I became fat, broken, depressed. When I saw myself You saw yourself fat, broken, depressed? Oh, yeah. Before you were fat, broken, depressed? Yep. When I look back, everything that I had, I saw it and it caught up, time caught up with me and I didn't realize that I was in it until I got into new rooms or I had an uh, opportunity to get into a mastermind or I went to a seminar or I read a book and it's like I woke up. Like mm -hmm. I'm in a new reinvention process right now because coming from the mastermind I just left, I'm woke again. Yeah. So me sleeping two hours for the last few days, sleep is for suckers for real. Yes. It ain't bothering me, be, bothering me right now because I'm on fire right now. Mm. So my people around me may be feeling a little uncomfortable, like go to sleep. I'm like, I ain't sleepy. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm excited because I came from an environment that has elevated me and made me realize that I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You think you're doing some big stuff, girl, that little money, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Listen, when Myron said, um, I'm a millionaire, I'm a skillionaire, but really I'm a chillionaire. I like to chill. Right. I don't think you was there that <laughs> Yeah, I was there 100%. I was like, you're like, yeah, y'all working too hard. He yeah. said, man, I like, he said, I work one good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like. He said, I am a chillionaire. And then I, I go play chill. golf and I do what I want to do. Mm. He said, you get me for one good day all day. And I'm like, and I know I used to be like his coach. Mm. You know how it feels? Mm. And I've been talking to my team and they probably think I'm trying to talk about somebody. They don't know. When I say the, the follower is about to become the leader and the leaders right now are followers. Yeah. Let me repeat that because somebody need to hear that. The followers who work hard to become 
be, do have are about to become leaders because the leaders have gotten comfortable mm. thinking that they're doing something because they're making more than their sister. Your sister ain't making nothing but 50000 a year. Mm. Don't compare yourself to your sister. Yeah. Come to the mastermind and compare yourself to them people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so that's number two: visualization, imagine, uh, imagination, be, do, have, and you know what? You gotta have some work ethic, man. Got to. Like you, you gotta have some work ethic, especially in the beginning. Like you gotta have some work ethic. What you lack in skills, you make up in numbers. I have a, a, a strategy. I call it the TMT strategy. I can get to you too much right now, but I need the whole thing. Try, measure, tweak. Try, measure, tweak. Try, measure, tweak. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Try something. Damn. Anything. Just try oh, something. Come on. <laughs> like, I'd be like, please. I'd be begging. But you know what? Let me tell you why I messed up. And this is why. Like, I'm, 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 this is my first day of my, so I'm on a vacation kind of sort of right now. Oh, right. Yeah. So I told all my people, like, I'm on a vacation. Mm -hmm. So this is about my vacation, okay. by the way. That's yeah. And um, I had to take a vacation because I needed a break. And I realized that I messed a lot of people up. And this may be good for you to hear this mm. right now. How old are you? 37. Okay, so I'm 42. And it took me this year, within the last 12 months, to, to learn what I did to myself. One of my mentors, I was on the phone with one of my mentors, and we talking, and I'm telling them about the things I'm going through, and I'm excited. And he like, superstar, I love you, white, white man. So he's very, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. He said, before you go, I want to ask you something. What role did you play in all of this? What role did you play in all of this? And the things that was, because I'm telling him about the bad things happening, the frustrations and, you know. And, and when I told him, he said, good. He said, you have to know so you don't do this again. So what I did is I allowed people to get too close to me. I allowed people that were supposed to be my students to think they were my friends. Mm. I allow people that were fans to be my employees and to hang around me. And I let them come around me and kick it with me and laugh with me and hee 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 and joke with me and drink with me and kick it with me. And then they stopped letting me, I was, I no longer mentor them. Mm. They think they, I'm their mentor because they come around every now and then. But when I was mentoring you, you made more money, you was happier, you was more successful. They don't know that they're not listening to me no more. Mm. They don't even know though. They think they are. They don't even know. But guess how they're gonna know? They're not going to be able to get me on the phone. When they call, I'm going to call you right back. Just right back. Mm. And then they're going to start seeing and realizing, hold up. So I allow people to get too comfortable with me and people too familiar. Will get comfortable. And then, they, and then you hurt them. And this yeah. is not a cocky. This is, this is a message for all the mentors and all the coaches in the world. What happens is that you don't realize because after you're around somebody for so long, you become like cool yeah. and you think nothing is wrong. But when you allow that, you hurt them. Think about your greatest mentors right now. You still probably, when they call, I'm going to call you back. For sure. Revere. You still be like, I'm going to call you back. Yeah. I got people that I text them or call them. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you know who this is calling you on the phone? Mm. So I'm like, yup, I did it. I did it. I allowed them. So now I'm about to pull back so I can serve them more so they can listen to me. Because if they listen to you and they listen to me, guess what gets to happen for them? They get to be, do, have. Man, yo, you know what? It's, it's, it's interesting because the, the, the closer somebody is to you, they just, it just come, becomes like comfortable. That's my boy. That's my homegirl or whatever. But 
you you want to so this is what I, I guess I would have a question with because you want to have that culture of like we are all growing together, but and you don't want it. I don't know. You don't want the 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 the, the separation. I suppose it don't but. work. You're hurting them. Let me tell you, I've been knowing Myra Golda for 13 years. If you notice, I ain't really talked to him that much. Mm-hmm. Did you notice? You wouldn't yeah. have thought. He edified me big time. I don't deserve to talk to him. I did nothing. When I, when I do what I'm about to do, when I, when I show the world how we about to create a, a thousand new millionaires, 20 new millionaires in the next 30 days, yeah. then I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, y'all, I'm going to be talking big. I'm going to be standing <laughs> next to him, looking at his papers. Right. I don't deserve it. I didn't earn it yet. Mm. So people begin too freely, too comfortable, too quick, too fast, too soon, and you broke. Mm. And you got access to Dave. And you ain't listening and learning, and you ain't being, you ain't doing, you ain't having, you done got so close to me. I, do you want to be my broke friend or my rich student? Which one do you want to be? You want to be my broke friend or my rich so student? So it's our ah, fault hey. as mentors, as coaches, as the captains, the visionaries, yeah. the leaders to pay attention to what we're doing to these people. Yeah, because they, 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 they do stop asking questions as a mentor. They just start, doing. it's just cool. We just cool. We have conversations. Don't do it. You're hurting now. Interesting. And then sometimes you got to tell them, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in you so much. I see things happening that's not good for us. It's not good for you. And remind them, how much money you want to make again this year? Well, I'm about to change something, but I want you to know it's, it's because I love you. Don't quit. Stay the course and just pay attention. Mm. Remind them. And then when you, so when you pull back, if they start acting weird and you know that this is somebody that you really believe in, man, listen to me. One of my, one of my mentors, I got to tell you this, one of my Talk mentors, like I respect them big time. One of my mentors, right? Um, two things happened that changed my life. One time he, he invited me to come see him. And this man makes $100 million like six, seven years. He's probably making $100 million a year now. Mm. Big boss. I'm not going to say his name. Big old boss, right? He invites me to come and see him. He's like, superstar. He always call me superstar. Superstar, you need to come see me. You know? I'm like, okay, cool. When? I'm excited. Ooh, my mentor, <laughs> let me come see. You know how it is, you know? Yeah, sure. He like, fly in. You know, uh, I'm going to have somebody come pick you up. Long story short, I text him like an hour later. I'm like, man, I can't come. He's like, what? Why? You know what I said? I said, a plane ticket costs $986. What? I can't come. Man, he called me. He said, you understand? I, I charge $25,000 an hour. You coming to see me for free? The value I'm going to give you is not worth the $986 plane ticket? Mm. That's all you got to pay to sit with me is $986 and I charge $25,000 an hour and I'm letting you see me for free? He hung up the phone. Mm. He hung up the phone. I said, oh, this makes sense. I'm worried about the plane ticket. He about to give me so much wisdom to collapse decades into days and I'm tripping about a $980 plane ticket. In my mind, I'm thinking he's going to be like, oh yeah, that's too much. I thought he was going to be like, yeah. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, that's too much. But the way he gave me that clarity, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Man, I put that ticket so fast to him, the confirmation so fast and mm. I was there. Come on, like. Wow. Goodness gracious. What do you think your greatest trait is? My greatest what? Your greatest trait. I don't know how to quit. You don't know how to quit. No. My mama ain't teach me that one. She mm. forgot to give me that lesson. I don't know how to quit. That's my greatest trait. I don't, I will not quit. Nothing mm. going to get me to quit. I don't care what you do, what you, I ain't going to quit. I'm a, I may stumble. I may fall. I may check out for a little bit. I may be a little discouraged, but ooh, I ain't quit. I'm going to come back very strong. Mm. If you had one superpower, if you got any superpower right now, what would it be? 
superpower? Um, consistency. My superpower is, is consistency. I'm very consistent. That's why mm. I know I can have anything. While most people believe their doubts and doubt their beliefs because they don't believe in themselves. They don't trust themselves. Those are the people that start a new diet every other day. Mm. They can't lose the weight. They can't get the business going because they quit on themselves. And so they really don't believe nothing they say. So if you don't believe nothing you say, you can't be, do, and have. So now you're discouraged, you're depressed, and you fall into a suicidal mode, and then you don't want to live because you don't trust yourself. It ain't even nobody else. It's you. Dang. So I, my super trait is like my belief in myself because of my consistency. So I guess for me, belief and consistency go together. It's like husband and wife or, or cousins. I keep quitting going to the gym. Stop. I'm a strong two. I go strong two weeks. Put it on the gram and everything. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I don't know what to do about it. I, I'm trying to figure out how to get myself. I can tell you what you need. Tell me. A coach. This is what we don't understand, for real. And I got this from, I, I'm on a challenge right now. I'm in a 15-day challenge. Um, and today is day four. Every area of your life needs a coach. You need somebody that's your... Listen, I'm going to give you a shortcut to success. And I'm saying I tell you all this. This is for free. Whatever your goal is, find an accountability partner to hold you accountable to that goal. It may be your husband, your wife, your sister, your friends, social media. Tell people about it. The more accountability partners that you could create that'll make you embarrassed this time, the more you're going to say, they ain't about to embarrass. I ain't about to be embarrassed. Yeah. So if you want to lose weight or get some muscles and you, and you want to prove to yourself that you mean it, Take a picture, take your shirt off, post on social media, and say, I'm committed this time. Let them see your shape just the way it is right now. Mm, I'm built kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's going to be good for branding. You know what I mean? Yo, I do got to ask you this real quick, and we're going to jump to Q&A. So I want to say it was last year. Uh, you made a statement online, Black Friday. And uh, I guess it came that. off as, like, yo, y'all, I can't believe y'all took the day off. Because I'm losing money or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you call me? The internet, huh? Why you call me? Give me some support. I don't, I ain't know what to say. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I felt what you, I felt the message. I was right. like, yo, like, why, if my team took off, I'm like, yo, what are we doing? Right. We don't take holidays off. We This is like a life that we're building here. Exactly. But I do want to know what you were going through in that time frame. Oh, my God. So I'm not going to get emotional. So first and foremost, I, I, I know I heard a lot of people when I said that. And I heard a lot of people because of the mentality of the majority of the people. Tell us exactly what you said. Because so I don't I you. said, um, I lost $100,000 today. Like, forget the blackout. I'm back in. I remember. Mm -hmm. 
That's been, yeah. it was like, I'm back in. Yeah. And I was real like, you know, stormy with it, you know? Yeah. And um, I didn't know what was going on. Like, and you, you're going to probably attest to this. Like, I don't believe in watching the news. I don't like the sound of the news. I don't like the sound of the radio. Like, if I get in my car and the radio playing, I'd be like, ah, turn it off because it reminds me of when I was broke on the way to work. The news is always negative, always putting things in your subconscious mind. So I don't, I don't be knowing what be going on. Unless you call me or unless it's on Instagram and if I'm strolling and I may see Shade Room, I don't know. So number one, like, I didn't know that George Floyd got murdered. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know the man had his hand put on, and that may sound crazy because it was everywhere. 100%. But I really didn't know. And my son's father had like took him from me. So I hadn't seen my son at that time. I hadn't seen my son. This was <clears throat> I hadn't seen my son for like two months. So my son was like kind of like kidnapped. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know where he was at. My son's father wouldn't let me see him. He it was weird. So I'm already like going through this thing. I didn't even know I was going through. And Everybody on my team, this at, <laughs> at this point, we were making like, it was people that was broke making 1000 a day, 2000 a day, 3000 a day, 30000 a day, <coughs> 40000 a day, 50000 a day. Mm. So it's like, it was like the stock market in our business. We'll slide and like, ooh, my check at 10000 Ooh, my check mm. at 20000 So it was like fun. It was like, we wasn't having no recession. We was in recess. We was playing. Yeah. So this day, I'm not knowing what's going on. Everybody like, are you going to change your screen to black? I'm like, what? <laughs> Hell no, I'm, boom, I'm booming right now. Right. And y'all better not. And I never forget, man, my daughter was like, man, mom, what to do? And then my team like, man, what to do? And this time I'm on a large call with my Latino team. And everybody driving me crazy because I'm the coach. Mm. And this is when they used to listen to me. Mm. <laughs> are y'all still listening? Y'all ain't get too familiar, did y'all? Right. They, 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 missed the, they missed the assignment. No. <laughs> so, so they asking me, asking me, asking. I'm, I'm, on, I'm literally on one phone doing a launch call. And I said, let me shoot this video real quick. And I had I told my assistant at the time, Let's, let me shoot this video real quick. I didn't think about it again. I don't know what's going on with George Floyd. I don't know what the black thing means. Man, that was the worst experience of my life, but it changed my life. I put that video out there. Man, I woke up the next day. People was going crazy. Literally, I, I watched my followers go like 250,000 followers in a, in a minute. I watched it. Unfollow, unfollow. My followers, 250,000 wow. followers like in a minute. My DMs, oh my God. People like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kick your ass. You lost 250,000 followers? And like, what? I lost more than that. I lost like 300,000, 400,000 followers when it happened. <sighs> yeah, I went through it bad, bad, bad. And, and wow. you got to know at that time, I was giving so much of me to the world. I feel like, how could they do this to me? If I did it, I may, I may have made a mistake or maybe I don't know what's going on. Or maybe y'all don't get it. But listen, I, I literally would go on my DM and the people that's like, the people that, that'll say, oh my God, I love you. You changed my life. Thank you. Then I scroll down. I hate you. I'm going to kill you. You did. Mm. And I'm like, you just said you love me. This message over here with hearts and cry emojis. And wow. so it, 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 it was a crazy experience that like, it was like a death. Like people mm. sending me flowers. I could literally, I was in my bed, like how Jesus rose on the third, rose on the third day. <laughs> I was in my bed. I didn't take a bath. I didn't brush my teeth. I was devastated. Wow. Yeah, I had death threats and all kind of stuff. Yeah, I, admit, I had to go get rifles for my whole family. My daughter had a rifle. My dad had a rifle. Oh I had my rifles. gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. We had rifles that I, on, our, on our bed. People drive by my house. Like, it was crazy. It was really crazy. And I really downplayed it. It was the worst experience, but it changed my life. So you were just in bed for three days where they just... I rolled on the third day. I said, forget this. I'm about to go work out. I'm not... You ain't finna quit. Make me quit. What was going through your mind? 
I, so I went on a fast for 40 days and 40 nights when I got off of social media. Mm-hmm. I just, I hated people. I like, I hate them. I hate everybody. Nobody cares. I, all the stuff I do for people, all the sacrifice and all this knowledge I give, all this, you know, time I give, how I change lives, I point at people and this how they do me. I just was very upset. I was angry. I was hurt. I was confused. It made me, didn't, it made me not want to talk because I'm like, dang, what if I say the wrong thing again? So I really was, mm-hmm. I really went through it for a long time. Even when I came back, it was like, I would, I would work out and just be quiet. Like, if you want to work out with me, just look. I ain't saying nothing. People are like, come on, give us some words of wisdom. The ones that, because I had some diehard people. Yeah. They're like, we love you. But there were some people that was like, it was bad, very bad. It affected my kids. It affected my business. And then my owner of my company, again, we in this bubble. He goes on social media and says, such and such and such and such, all lives matters. He don't know. Dang, that just make it double. But he don't know. Yeah. He got a company full of black, white, Latino, Asians, Africans, you know, all kind of Norwegians. And he's thinking all lives matter. He don't know what's going on. So it was like, here's the black woman working for the slave master. She's the house nigga. This is stuff people saying. It was crazy. Mm. So it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. But, you know, it's a part of the life process. I learned a lot from that experience. Do you think it was over? Huh? Did you think your run was over? I did not have my biggest year that year. I did. I was like, man, so it, I, I thought it was over because I, I was going to quit. I was still going to make money because I am a Wi-Fi millionaire. Mm-hmm. I don't have to talk. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. So it, I may have taken a pay cut, but I ain't going to be broke another day in my life. And right. like that. So it wasn't <laughs> over for me in my mind. I was like, oh, forget it's over for y'all. Mm. In my mind, like, who else, who else going to talk to y'all like me? Good. Now, now y'all lost me. I, now I ain't coming back. <laughs> real, that's how I felt. I love it. Explain, this, explain this Wi-Fi millionaire thing to me. So I feel like everybody wants to be a millionaire these days, but people don't really understand. There's a difference between a millionaire that got to show up somewhere at a certain time and there's a difference between being a millionaire that gets to do what they want, when they want, or who they want, and have the money to afford it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I'm a Wi-Fi millionaire till the last week. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait a minute. I really do what I want. I don't have to physically take my body nowhere. And truthfully, I make over seven figures a month. I've had a $1.5 million day. Mm. I make multiple seven figures. You know, I've I've had a $3, $4 million month, $3.5 million month. I haven't hit $4 million. I had a $3, $3.5 million month. I've duplicated that with 40 people. In my network marketing company and outside my network marketing company. Gotcha. I get people all, every day, somebody, because of you, I'm a millionaire. I want to tell you thank you. Because of you, because of you. I just got to get better at promoting stories for real. And so I woke up like a week ago and I'm like, why aren't you teaching people how to be a Wi-Fi millionaire? And what hit me is I was at 10X 360 with branding, mm-hmm. uh, Natalie. Shouts out to my 10X family. I love these people. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot the, the question. The, the question was, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And one of my my answers, one of my answers was, I want to be proud of myself again. Mm-hmm. Like people would probably think their stormy's on cloud nine. It's not the money. I got money. I'm cool when it comes to money. I'm not trying to figure out how to pay the light bill. Yeah. I, I went into my bank account yesterday and I was like, wow, what kind of my light bill is? I had not seen a light bill in like <laughs> eight years. Mm. I was like, oh, that's the light bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's a blessing. Come on, man. Who man. I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. Like, who would not want to be able to live a life that you don't know what your bills cost? I don't know. I got two houses. I got a house in Houston, Texas. I haven't been to all my bills on all the past. I saw another bill. I'm like, what's that? Oh, it's the gas for Texas. I don't know. 
So I just want to show people that you can have time freedom. You can have financial freedom. You could do what you want, when you want, who you want to do it with and be able to afford it. But you're going to need a new skill set. Like you cannot be afraid to go get new skill set. And then once you get that skill set, here's something that I want to do. And I'm excited about this. So let me just sit up. Let's talk about it. Imagine, and this is what I shared with one of my girls yesterday. I said, imagine you you get into one of my courses or you join us this challenge. So I'm about to do this challenge for the first time ever. I've never really? done this in my life. Okay. What's the challenge going to be about? The blueprint to becoming a Wi-Fi millionaire. Mm. And I'm going to have it's, it's, it's an exclusive group of people that I work with them and show them how to become Wi-Fi millionaires. Really? And you're going to help me. I didn't tell you about Absolutely. this yet. You're going to help me and and I'm, I'm, you. yeah, you are. You 100%. are. Yeah, because you 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 have done it. So that's what collaboration is a new currency. Sure. So check this out. So my goal is, and I thought that it was just going to be through my network marketing company, and then I'm like, Stormy, that's not true. How can you teach people how to become Wi-Fi millionaires and act like you only do it with TLC? That's not true. Yeah. So in the network marketing world, we're taught to dummy down everything else and big the network marketing company. But I'm I can't be a fraud. So I'm taking all of my businesses, all of my strategies, all of what I've done, and I'm going to put it into a five-day challenge. Mm. And I'm going to allow, you know, maybe a thousand people to enter into the challenge and work with me, you know, and my team exclusively for five days. And at the end of those five, five days, days, so it's going to be $97. I'm, I'm just letting you know right, right. now. And I, I'm really not liking a $97 joint. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to do it at $197, general right. admission. Okay. virtually to learn okay. but I'm going to teach all of my philosophies all of my principles and it's going to be an opportunity for you to create freedom like doing what you want when you want with who you want to do it with imagine that and having the money a lot of people got relationships because of money they 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 date a man because he helped with the bills so that's really their roommate they with a woman because of the bills they they mess with their boss because they they got to because they job you know what I mean so I am passionate about showing people what I've been able to do and I've learned that when you don't pay you don't pay attention mm. and that's a part of what I've been telling you I was giving people too much for free yeah. I've been doing a live every Monday called wake up and win I got three, four, five thousand people on Wake Up and Win every Monday. Mm. How many people are actually implementing what I'm teaching? Out of the three, four thousand, I guarantee three. you, probably three. Mm -hmm. They just get high real quick, like they yep. they just excited real quick, and then they get up and do nothing. Yeah, because I gave it to them for free. It Who is my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Crazy. It's my fault though. So, so, so check this out. And I did not learn this till the last week. I went to two masterminds, cost me almost $200,000. I paid good attention. <laughs> 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 but if it was free, I wouldn't have paid attention. I'm like, and I learned. And I also learned that, you know, I'm going to give people the, the five days. Um, I, I'm thinking $97, but I don't even know if I like that. What else? I, what I've learned about myself lately, like if I give you too much for free, I'd be mad at myself, mm -hmm. and I start holding back. Like I ain't giving them all this. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to give you this. So I'm, I'm gonna have this challenge for five days, and at the end of the five days, I'm gonna pick like 200 people to work exclusively with, and they're gonna have mm. to pay. They're gonna have to pay. And at the end of those five days, those 200 people that that pay the price with their time, it's gonna cost them some money. My goal is to coach them to their first six figures in 60 days. That ain't nothing but $1,700 a day. Mm. Hello. I need I need to get down because I, I have not hit eight figures yet. I need to be. I you need you know what? You, I, I could, 
you two trying to have balance and all of this stuff, probably. We'll talk about it later on. If you you want to talk in front of people? That's the yeah, me and you okay. being together. I haven't been really talked to you yet, but me sure. and you, you're going to stretch me and I'm going to stretch you. And yes. I have not talked to you yet, but this challenge that I'm going to launch, what you've done is amazing, though. You used to work at Cheesecake Factory, for real. I wish I would have seen you in your wedding house. <laughs> I got pictures. I got to see it. I got to see it. But look at what you've done. So I just, I mean, when I left the, the mastermind, I left there and, and this, this is what hit me. Myron Golden said, if you love the people, you'll help the people do what you have done. Mm-hmm. If you love the people, and he said, I don't know if you was there that day. He said, how many mother hens are in the room? I always want to hold them and yeah, baby them and give them head thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's me. He says, you're hurting them. They're not listening because you mother hen. Pull back a little bit. Think, he said, spend some time thinking. Put it, choreograph the blueprint and then put a price on it so they will pay attention. He said, you know how, why y'all paying attention here? Because y'all paid a lot of money. Yeah. You know, ain't nobody not coming back. I ain't coming back from lunch because I'm eating. No, you're like, no, I paid 100000 I paid fifty five. <laughs> right. What time is it? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's over. Mm-hmm. So this challenge that I'm about to do is about to be a game changer. You know, I see me and my team on the cover of Forbes, you know, mm, teaching the power of teamwork. Come on. You know, nothing happens great without a team. So I'm assembling a dope team that at the end of this, you know, five-day challenge, people are going to be able to truly, truly know what it takes to be real Wi-Fi millionaires. Remember, there's a difference between a millionaire who has to go to a job, who's confined to a job, who got to wake up at a certain time, who got to be somewhere at a certain time. Like, I'm about to take this vacation for like the next two weeks. Mind you, this this is how you know it's confirmation. Let me tell y'all this. I know I'm supposed to be doing this because prior to me even coming to the mastermind, I said I'm about to take three weeks off. And that's a lot of time off for somebody like me. And I said in those three weeks, I'm going to do whatever I feel like it. And that's before, and that's when I'm like, wait a minute, I could do whatever I want. I could afford whatever I want. If I wanted, I pay for it. I don't have to show up nowhere. And it came together. So anybody that's watching this, especially y'all in the audience, I'm only working exclusively with 200 people. Um, I'm going to work with, you know, these 200 people to get them to six figures in 60 days. And if they go beyond, all you got to do is be consistent. Visualization, imagination. Uh, having a burning desire. And and for me, the third thing is also understanding work. If you listen and go to work and pay attention and take your next level serious, you could be a millionaire and a multimillionaire. But we just got to stop playing small. Go ahead. How many people have you created, helped create six figures? So, already? So, here's the funny thing. Personally, remember, I have this little ego. Mm -hmm. Like, one of my millionaires is here, right? Mm -hmm. LaQuell. And here's the funny thing. LaQuell is Natalie's millionaire. So Natalie made $7 million with me in the last two years. $7.5 million with me in the last two years. I ran into her in the airport, too. She is the sweetest person. She this is. is like maybe the first time I met. Like, we just... I, I was in the airport, and for some reason, we just kind of, like, bumped into each other. And... Because you see her online. Like, she is a boss, right? 
But I met her. She was like the most sweetest, most humble person, she and just is. just super rich. Though. She is super rich, and you would not and you would not know it. It's just all the way up. Like you yeah. would not know. Listen, I, I helped Natalie make one hundred fifty five thousand dollars in a week. Mm. Natalie used to do hair. Natalie graduated from Howard University. Natalie now is a Wi-Fi millionaire. Wow. She is literally almost as many businesses I have, as businesses as I have. She's probably she's my number one student for real. Wow. She makes millions of dollars a year. So I helped Natalie become a Wi-Fi millionaire. Natalie went and helped LaQuelle. So I don't count LaQuelle. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to, I, I, would, I would already have hundreds. But I count 30, 34 um, that I still kind of like have a little connection to. Mm -hmm. But I did the numbers and I wrote down the names. It's like 42. People that did what? Millions, over seven figures. 42 people that made over seven figures. Over a million dollars. You got a formula. I do. I do. You have a and it's crazy. I yeah. do. I'm so happy. I that didn't I didn't even know. Like, I do. I'm so excited about <laughs> it. I do. I do. I do. I do it. And, and and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like yeah. I did not know I really did for real until a week ago. That's crazy. And we like if you have this mastermind like these I'm just excited for these 200 people that's, that you're going to be working with one on one. I that's am crazy. I am too. Look, I, I want to take a couple questions before you wrap. Anybody got okay. But you got to go to the chair. Okay, I know it's a, it's a low ways away. Um, anything we didn't discuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you want to be selected, because I am not going to stress myself, overwhelm myself seriously, and you want to be the first to be informed about this challenge and getting the blueprint, text Wi-Fi to 786-321-0618. Say it one more time. Text the word Wi-Fi. Text the word Wi-Fi. One word, W-I-F-I, to 786-321-0618. And again, this is not no gimmick or no strategy to get you to know. If you want freedom and you want more and you want the blueprint, you want to be prepared for what they say is this recession, but you want to be in recession because you're ready to play with me. For sure. Text 786-321-0618 and text the word Wi-Fi. Mm, I love it. Okay. And then put congratulations to yourself in the end. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Have a seat. What, uh, say your name, what you do, and your question. Okay. My name is Rhonda. Um, I'm a coach and a therapist helping adults overcome inner child uh, trauma, parental hurt, things like that. So my question to Coach Stormy, first of all, thank you. Thank you for everything, for being you. Just thank you. Thank <laughs> but you. my question is, you talked about from the old Stormy to the new Stormy. And there's a season of transition. There's a time where you realize you're getting out of the old. What are some of the signs that you know you're starting to transition into that new self? Wow, it's a very, very great question. Uh, some of the signs for me is um, like my new disciplines. Like when I'm transitioning, I see like, how can I say this? You, you know the Kermit the Frog little meme that used to go around social media like, I really want to slap her. And then the Kermit the Frog would say, no, don't do that. Like, I listen to my inner voice. And when my inner voice is talking to my outer voice, I start to listen even more. Most people deny and, and just ignore that inner voice versus that outer voice. Like, I become very, 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 very intentional. You know, like, I know my lip gloss is sitting there. I know that you know, me and David is having a, a conversation and I and I know where I want to take it versus just just showing up and going on a whim. You know, I knew that 
me taking my vacation, yes, it's a vacation, but it's because I'm I'm creating a separation. So when I'm listening to that inner voice and I'm allowing it to guide me and I'm paying attention to the words that's coming out of my mouth, like my mom used to always say to me, think before you speak. I used to just say anything. And I was bad, 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 bad. Now, I literally, in the, I could be mid, like, it's crazy. When you become intentional, like you're aware, I could be in mid-conversation and I would change my word. I'd be like, that don't sound right. That's going to hurt his feelings. He not going to really like that. That may not work out. Like the old me, when I asked David and David said something to the guy, Mike or something like that. Like if I was David and Mike really wasn't doing more than he was paid for, right here on set, on site. I would say, nah, he ain't doing more than what he paid for. That's embarrassing. I can't do that. So I become very intentional and very aware. And I pay attention to all of my moves. And I ask myself, okay, where do I see myself in the end? So therefore I know what to do at the beginning. So I really, 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 really see the end in the beginning. And I have no ego. Like when David said I could come, he said, I got to be here at 10 o'clock in the morning. The old me would have been like, I'm Stormy Wellington. I ain't nobody coming at 10 o'clock in the morning. What you mean? But no, I want to be on his podcast. I'm looking to, you know, create a bigger audience. I'm looking to really create 20 new Wi-Fi millionaires in the next 90 days. My audience may not be the one. They may be, you know, comfortable with me. Who knows who's going to see this interview with David and be like, I need to be one of the Wi-Fi millionaires. So I'm very intentional, even if it makes me uncomfortable. I have not had four hours of sleep in a long time. And when I say a long time, I mean like a week. I'm working out at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's, no, I'm very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And that's how I know that I'm going where I need to go. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Next, next, next up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Have a seat. This is so... Y'all enjoying yourself so far? Good, 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 good. All right. What you got? Uh, Thank you very much, Coach Stormy. Hey, thank you, my brother. Um, Question. I'm very intrigued about the... Oh, Michael Wogu on social media, Wogu Winning. I'm the creative director of Embargo and Accessories Line. I'm very intrigued about the Wi-Fi millionaire uh, concept. Is this also applicable for someone who does product? Let's say that beautiful blazer you're wearing. If someone creates that, can they also, and they create and they sell it, can they also be a Wi-Fi millionaire? 1,000%. I I am, um, truthfully, I got my start as an entrepreneur selling products. Okay. And, um, there's so much more to selling products than just selling the product. And between having a tangible product and then I'm going to teach you guys a strategy of how you sell that product. And by the time you finish this process that I'm going to teach, you now can make millions of dollars by teaching people the very process that you use. So it's like having a beginning, but also having an exit and also having what is going to be your strategy to multiply. God said be fruitful and multiply, right? So Yes, absolutely. I actually am a product girl. I'm more of a product girl than a service girl. And and truthfully, I make more money selling services. Well, no. My second, well, my third, or maybe my fourth. You got too many streams. You just got money from Mary So my biggest stream of income is selling is selling tangible stuff. <clears throat> but like one of my top like six figure streams is selling services. So it's because I've become great at what I do. See, most people are generalists. They're very general. They do good work. I believe good work, good work goes unnoticed. Great work never goes unnoticed. So when you strive and work for greatness and you create a story out of that 
great strategy that nobody can deny that you did to become successful, you now can have another business once you create that seven-figure income right here, teaching people how to do what you do. So 1,000%, I'm, I'm literally going to even help people who don't have a product to create products if they don't have one already. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Stop. Um, I got to do a quick, uh, all right, well, I got to do a quick commercial. Who's next? You got a question? Yeah. Okay, well, come to the chair. I got to do a quick commercial because I got to pay some bills, okay? Oh, yeah, this pay some bills. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only organization, I'll tell you a story. It's the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. So every day, we meet at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. We're all in a book club. So right now, we're actually reading, um, quick, who's in the morning meetup? What book are we reading? Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvacker. And the cool thing is we read a little bit every day together. So we might read these seven pages, but we all read those seven pages at night. The next morning, we come on and discuss what we what we read. And then the next day, we keep doing it. So last year, we read 14, 15 books last year. Wow. All together. And it's literally hundreds of people on the call every morning. Wow. So I got it. You go live every morning at 8? We could talk about it. Okay, because I need you to get on the call. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would love you. I mean, I, is it a subscription to this? Yeah, for sure. How much yep. is it? It's $79 a month. And right now, um, it's 60% off. I'll literally talk to you every single day for the whole year for $399. Exactly. We're in the book club. We do meetups, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. It's lit. I like. Yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah, up. Yeah. You, might, you might be my partner. I might yeah, bring yeah, story yeah. on. We do this thing together. You so, know, collaboration is a new currency. Come absolutely. on. Absolutely. Exactly. So go to themorningmeetup.com or in any app store. We got an app. The Morning Meetup. Just look for the, the Morning Meetup in your app store. Um, so go to themorningmeetup.com. And yes. Okay. Marv, what's your question? What's going on? All right. Love this interview. Um, so on a journey toward becoming a Wi-Fi millionaire. So for a person, um, if I don't have like a lot of followers or I've never created the products before or anything like that, like what's the starting point uh, when, a, when a person is going toward their Wi-Fi millionaire journey? So the first thing is that you have to know what you want to be known for. Most people have no idea. That's a they, fact. They, they get on Instagram one minute, they want to be like uh, a more Jada. Next minute, I'm going to be Ari. Next minute, they're going to be Stormy. Like, what do you want to be known for? Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out what do you want to be known for. And one of the ways of being what you want to be known for is knowing that pain is an amazing connector. Start off with whatever your pain point is. Pain and, is an amazing connector. And, 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 and figure out a solution. Like, how did you get out of this pain? And then that's going to be a part of us helping you to create more followers. And like, my followers are really like organic. There's a few things that I did um, to gain followers like quick. But really, my followers are organic. My my engagement, I, my John, who is my partner here, um, we just went in and he did a whole assessment of my back office Maybe like a year ago, no, like three years ago, my, my Instagram grade was a D minus. My Instagram grade, because Instagram grades you, by the way, mm. is a B plus. Yep. Wow. Mm. That's great, you know, for real. And um, there's a strategy and there's a way in which you, you use social media. Um, Instagram is, my, is like my, my wheelhouse, but I have thousands and thousands of men over like 200,000, 250,000 followers on Facebook. My TikTok is growing like over, I think over what, 200,000 now. Uh, my YouTube, I, mon I make money on YouTube. Mm. Like it's a lot. So it's about knowing what you want to be known for and not trying to be everybody else. Right. Yeah. 
and you could become successful by being your authentic self. But people don't know that. That's a fact. But you just got to know how to do it. So that's just a little bit. Good question. That's awesome. We'll we'll take one more, but I got one question to ask before we take that question. Um, I, I like to end all my interviews this way. Where do you see yourself or what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five years? Because I want to look back at this interview five years from now and say, Stormy says she was going through that five years ago. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. And look, she did it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so there's a few things. So my mission, I think this lady over here, somebody asked over here, one of the things that keeps me excited, and I believe everybody should have a mission statement for their life. My One of my missions, and my mission is to be one of the most impactful women that ever lived mm. while living a quality of life and doing whatever I want for myself and others. So I'll repeat like that. that. The mission of my life is to be one of the most impactful women that ever lived while doing whatever I want for myself and others. So I see myself continuing to do whatever I want for myself and others. Like, that's a big deal. Like, total freedom. If I don't want to do it, and I'm not doing it. I don't care if you're going to give me a million dollars. Not just, I don't want to do it. I like that. Like, that freedom in, like, it's 50000 Can you give it to me for 30, for 30? No, it's 50000 I'm not discounting it. No, can you give it to me for 45000 Having the ability to turn it down. Like, that's a big accomplishment yeah. for me. Um, so I see myself being able to do that on a larger scale. Um, I see myself with, like, a thousand Wi-Fi millionaires that, like, mm. we do an event and we lined up 1,000 families' necklaces and we lined up and, like, my name is, you know, uh, Sheila Monique and I'm a Wi-Fi millionaire and I have 10 millionaires that I've coached to millionaire status. Hi, my name is Jessica Brown and that's what I'm talking about. Hi, so my David name is Chance. Crystal. Hi, my name is David Shands and I have 20 millionaires, Wi-Fi sure. millionaires. That's the difference. Like, I'm, I, I'm like, ooh. Like, I have this thing and I don't talk about it a lot, but I like working for because of yous. And I want to tell you, Coach Stormy, because of you, I have time freedom, financial freedom, relationship freedom. I do what I want, when I want, with who I want to do it with. Thank because you. Of you. Because of yous. So it's just and, and, and a crazy thing that I have in my mind. So Wi-Fi millionaires, I want a thousand of them every year. I want us to do a dope event at the end of the year, a Christmas event. We all have on our jackets, our chains. We like, here I go. Um, and then my show coming out. You know, my sh- I have a show coming on Lifetime really? in January. Really? Yeah, yeah, you got exclusive, you got exclusive interview Goodness right here. Gracious. And guess <laughs> the name of my show? What's that? Million Dollar Hustle. I love it. Yeah, it's called Million it. Dollar Hustle. So I, I'm looking to bring people on the show, a part of like what I'm hoping to to really see happen is that, you know, the Wi-Fi millionaires evolved to being on the show with me. The show is going to be a franchise show. 
You know, they had to re... It's so crazy how God worked. They had to redo some things because the show was initially about my network marketing company. But because of the attorney general and the FTC, they had to make it about all of my businesses, which is so cold. Love it. Can I get on? Oh, yeah. Can I be on the show? You got to be one of the billionaires. I'll be on the show. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's what I see. That's what yeah, I see. I love and it. I, and I want my plane. I want my plane. So I could go do what I got to do and come home and go to sleep. Mm. I have an eight-year-old. I do have an eight-year-old. Mm. He asked me, like, I, I got to go out of town. I got to go to work. <gasps> you want that PlayStation? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gotta do what I oh gotta my do. Gosh. So, yeah. Yes. You all had that play for sure. Yes. Last question. Let's do it. Um, congratulations on your show. It's an honor. Thank you. Um, you want me on there? Of course I'm gonna be okay. on there. Uh, I, we should, I should introduce myself. I'm Denise Carson. I'm a purpose there. So I tell people the same way you chase millions, I chase purpose. It's gonna create my millions. Um, my question to you, you have re reached the peak of not even the peak. Yeah, you just exactly. touched it. You got a lot more to do. <laughs> exactly. yeah. You got a lot more to do. What is your definition of self-care and how do you keep yourself intact while giving yourself to everybody else? Good question. Okay. All right. So I have a formula. Um, and that's actually an acronym. I can't give it to you now. We're going to take too much time. Um, but I have a formula and I stay in my formula. And when I see myself getting out of my formula, like that's how I test and check myself. And when you have a formula, it will help you to, like, you got to be able to manage yourself. When you're an adult, ain't no mama coming to tell you what to do. And what if you don't have a mama? Ain't no daddy. And, like, I do not let nobody else dictate how high I could go. Especially when most of the time you spend time around a lot of people that's either on your level or below you until you go into a mastermind and you become a part of a group. But most of your days, like 365 days of the year, or 350 days of the year, I'm spending it with people that's like my family and my friends. You know what I mean? And then I may take 15 days and I'm going to this mastermind and that mastermind. And so what if I didn't know how to keep myself calibrated? So I really have a formula and I, I don't deviate from my formula. And when I do, I could, it could be two days. I'm like, I feel it. Mm. Like when you, you ever, you ever flew on a plane? Mm. How many of y'all flew on a plane before? How many of y'all could feel when a plane about to land? Yeah. You ain't got, and then you open your eyes and be do, 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 you know? So you feel when your momentum is declining. Mm -hmm. So your momentum is declining. <coughs> you got to know what gets you back up. And we all are different. Mine may be meditation and taking a break and going to work out. Yours may be going into the ocean. You got to figure out what you did when you were at your highest peak and write it down and never forget. So if you feel yourself declining, like, Something ain't right. Look yourself in the mirror and be like, I ain't looking the same. Hold on, what's up with my face? I don't like my teeth. Let me go get my teeth clean. I have been a little depressed lately. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid of like, assess. I call it ADD. Assess, decide, divide. Always be assessing yourself. And don't assess yourself up against nobody else. Assess yourself up against you. I love it. That's Thank good. you. Well, Stormy, this has been a real treat yeah. Thank you um, so much. You flew all over here just for this interview. Right, and I, not, I, am, not really. I am super honored. I mean, let me feel that way. I want to tell you, I flew over here to be in your presence. I have been wanting to come on this podcast for a very long time. Really? It's something like this white just looked like something for real. Like, just like, ooh. So to be here is an honor <laughs> for me, too. I just want you to know that. Thank you so I much. Want you to know. I, like, that That really does. Because I obviously, I knew who you were before I actually met you. And um, your name... Your, your reputation precedes you. Your name rings bells. And you've touched a lot of people. 
I don't even know if you know how many people you've touched like through your content and you don't know the thousands of people that's on your on your your uh your lives when you do it but like you're touching people and then the people that you touch I'm sure she's touched tens of hundreds of thousands of people cuz someone you touch touched her Yep. Like you are really, really a change agent. So um, I want to, uh, one, let everybody know how they can find you, get in touch with, get in touch with you. Um, and um, you got to close this out with a word of wisdom. So how can we get in touch oh, with you? All right. So um, of course, my Instagram is Coach Stormy. You can send me a DM. Um, you can also uh, email me at um, SW, wait, SW at StormyWellington.com. Yeah, there we go. SW at StormyWellington.com. Don't be emailing number. me. Don't be emailing me about no bull crap, please. <laughs> um, but text, of course, I want all of you all to be a part of this challenge. Text Wi-Fi to 786-321-0618. Honestly, I hate email, so I just wanted to sound professional and give that out. But I probably, <laughs> I probably would never respond to it. Um, but text Wi-Fi to 786-321-0618. One eight, And my word of wisdom would be this. You can be, do, and have anything you want. You got to know that. Man is maker of himself. You were born into this world knowing nothing, and everything you know now is something that you learned from your environment, your peers, your experiences. Don't be afraid to unlearn, to relearn. Don't be afraid to... Become somebody different in order to have something different. And you got to know that change can happen real quick. It's all about you having that burning desire to be, do, and have. And in the process, keep seeing yourself as a person that you want to become. And one day you're going to be like, oh, wow, look at me. Here I go. Yeah. And that's my word. I love it. I love it. What man. You can't close it out no better than that, man. Do yourself a favor. One, follow Stormy, text Stormy. Also, go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. But I need you to go back to your community and teach them how you built what you built. It's the only way our community grows. We are out of here. That's strong. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com.